how do you find relevance? Um, how do you figure out what you're going to be saying is relevant? How do you figure this out? Um, because if you're anything like what I am, I can get stuck in the weeds and different convers get different types of topics and it's very interesting, but it <clears throat> isn't always relevant. It isn't always useful to do this. Um, and you can end up wasting a lot of time getting stuck in this kind of thing. And this is useful information to know about when you're dealing with others, but also when you're dealing with yourself and like what you're actually trying to discover and understand and things like this. And so it made me want to do this episode. It may not be something that most people find relevant for an episode, but I think if, if one person finds this relevant, it's good. Um, you know, this kind of thing, but so how do you do this? What does this look like to be finding relevance, to look for the relevant thing? And <clears throat> to me, it has a lot to do with big picture. Like, what is, what is your research or your conversation or your podcast or whatever it is trying to achieve? What is it doing? Is it, what is it actually trying to... Uh, achieve right because I can talk to you about any number of things some of them but many of them may not necessarily be as relevant as uh, some of the other things that I could talk to you about and, and do episodes on and things like this and so how do you know which ones are relevant sometimes to be fair as well, some people think things are irrelevant, but they're not necessarily. Um, just depends on what you're after as well. But to me, it comes down to this question of what are you trying to achieve with your words or your thoughts or your research? What are you trying to get to? What are you trying to understand? What are you trying to achieve? What purpose is involved in, in this thing that you're doing, right? Questions like this. And the reason why these are the questions that I answer, the, the questions that I ask is because when you're looking for relevance or when you're, when you're engaged in any kind of thoughts or whatever it is, a lot of times they are very purposeless, they're very like aimless or random, which can be good sometimes. It's good to not necessarily be all always ordered in your thoughts um <clears throat> but if you're actually trying to achieve something and you're very aware of what you're actually trying to do of course this is very much where it requires a lot of contemplation if you don't really know what you're trying to achieve or you don't really know what your purpose might be or whatever it might be um And so, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve or attain as a goal, as a long-term you know, goal, because short-term you might have a goal of, like, explaining the difference between 
uh, something that might not be all that relevant, like different birds and, and things like this. Or you know, an example that I heard a couple, like a week or two ago, which was really interesting, was you know, I saved a bee today, right? And somebody was like, well, what kind of bee was it? Uh, or, no, it was, I saved a bumblebee today. He's like, are you sure it was a bumblebee? You know, bumblebee, you just have stinger, stingers and things like this, whatever it was. It's like, is this adding to this conversation? No. Is it doing something that's big picture? Is it trying to make the conversation move forward? Or is it getting stuck in, is it going backwards? Is it going into the same territory for long periods of time. Sometimes that's useful, um, but only if you're... Sometimes what happens is you move forward a little bit and then you move backwards a little bit with your thoughts and things. But if that's... you know, When that's happening, usually that's happening in a sort of like purposeful manner. It's not necessarily meandering because it's purposeless. It's doing this because it's attempting to understand something in deeper detail or whatever it might be. Um, <clears throat> and so the question of what relevance does this thing have is something that I think is very important. It might seem relevant to talk about, well, this might not be a bumblebee or whatever it is, but is this actually adding to the conversation? And the point, is this adding to the point that was already made? Right? Um... The answer is not really. I mean, we can go, go into specifics about different bees and things like this, but is that actually adding relevancy to this conversation? Or is it getting stuck in the same sort of uh, topic without really moving forward or moving back? It's just getting stuck in this loop of, like, different kinds of bees or whatever it might be, right? Um, there are times when we can do that, but... It, we're doing that for purpose. We're not doing it because we notice a inconsistency or whatever. This is something that I've really had to learn how to do because my mind sees inconsistencies everywhere. Like, it's it's pretty crazy. Like, even I look at my own episodes and I see them. Um, and sometimes those inconsistencies that don't really matter to what is trying to be explained because the point was explained fairly enough, you know, this kind of thing. Um, I would say, and so is it big picture? Is it making this conversation or this research or this thought or whatever this move forward? Um, <clears throat> no, I was talking with some people as well a couple a couple of weeks ago about something. I forget exactly what it was, and we we're talking about something, and whatever this was, and they made a mistake in words, and automatically my mind was like ready to correct, like no, this was this is incorrect. This is you know. What you really meant was this, right? But I think, but but I didn't say anything because I think the general point was understood by by the people involved. If it wasn't, it would have been a point to be made later, perhaps. 
Um, but it really wasn't going to add anything to that the conversation, right? So is it effective? Is it useful? Is it helping? <clears throat> you know, and there's... Because the thing, too, about this is that what's going what's gonna to happen, too, is that there are going to be people who are going to want to say something to somebody or whatever it is. But they don't because they're afraid to because they're, they don't want to be seen as, you know, dis- as, as cold or whatever it is. And they don't want to hurt this person's feelings. They don't want to offend this person, right? And so... Things that might actually be very, very relevant to this person are not going to be said because of this mindset. Now, I'm not saying to hurt the person's feelings, but and and to be, I'm saying to be as polite as possible, be as aware as possible. But if it's really important, it might be worth talking about to this person. Um, you know, for instance, like if. You see this person going down the wrong path. Maybe he's addicted to... Maybe he's really doing a lot of drugs and doing a lot of alcohol or whatever it is. Um, it might be something to tell this person because it would be relevant to this person later, if not at that moment, because at, the per- at that moment, that's probably, that person's probably going to be like, oh, I don't really care, you know, um, if he's really into it, this kind of thing. But later on, he might realize it and go, oh... Somebody actually told me, you know, what this kind of thing. Um, it depends on how you tell them as well. Um, <clears throat> and so, the words going to be said might be uncomfortable, be unpleasant, but they are relevant. They are relevant to this. They are a big picture. They're a possible helper of this person, for this person, if they dare to listen, if they dare to uh, take it under advising. And of course, it depends on how you uh, convey your message as well. If you convey your message in a very judgmental way, like, oh, you shouldn't be doing drugs, you're, you're a bad person. You know, this person's probably going to go, yeah, fuck you, I don't care. Um, but if you... Explain to this person what he's doing to himself. You know, maybe he'll actually listen and go like, "Yeah, you you make the right, you know, whatever it is." You may be right. You might be able to help this person at that point. Um, <clears throat> uh, I think I think of this in terms of like big picture, bigger picture at least. Um. You, you can get kind of like into a conversation, for instance, about... I'm trying to think of like a good example here. You know, like psychology, for instance, or philosophy. Philosophy is a good one, actually, because there's a lot of narrowness that goes into this, this and it kind of gets ridiculous, to be honest with you. But anyways, and so you get, get, get into a philosophical discussion and you're talking about you know, the mind and all this kind of stuff. And... You hear this person say something um, 
and you know philosophy very well. You know the you know the terms of philosophy very well. Things like this, and so your first response is to go, no, that's not right. You know that's this is not materialism. This is something else, whatever it might be, right? Or this is not uh, pureism. It's actually empiricism. Whatever it is, um, <clears throat> and so. What's what's going to work in that situation? Is it going to be relevant to explain this? Maybe. It depends, honestly, it depends on what you're actually trying to achieve and what this other person is trying to achieve as well. Um, but maybe not. Like, if it gets really into details. Like, with that, it's it's one thing because it's kind of general-esque. And so it's, it, it's kind of general enough to kind of work. But, like, if you're starting to get into <clears throat> yeah, a lot of... Uh, conversations about the different words and how you know misunderstanding of the words you have and things like this. Like it can get very narrow, and you get very, very, very like uh, swampy to where like you don't really see where this is, this is heading. Like, if you think about it long enough, if you think about it and you see what you're doing, you're like, oh, this is very swampy. We're not really going anywhere. Let's move on to something or let's try to, you know, move, uh, zoom out a little bit. We're a little too zoomed in. We're only seeing like one. Uh, it's like it's like if you look at a screen or a movie or whatever. And let's say the movie has like, I don't know how many pixels are in movies. In a, in a particular frame or whatever. But let's just give like a number, like 6 million, right? And so this movie is philosophy. And so you start off looking at the 6 million pixels. That's too many pixels to look at at once. You don't know where to start. You don't know what to do. You you narrow it down. That's, that, that works. That, that's big picture enough to kind of work. Um, and so now you're looking at between 100,000 and 200,000 pixels, right? That's still pretty pretty good, but if you want to narrow it down to learn even more and kind of get into really deep understandings of something, you can get to like 30,000, 50,000, 70,000 pixels and narrower and narrower and narrower. There's a point where you start to reach where no amount of looking deeper and slicing um, and splicing up the information and categorizing the different words that you would need to use for different things and things like this. Uh, there's a point where you that, that leads to basic obscurity, like you're not really doing anything, you're not really adding anything to this conversation. You can only splice so much, you can only differentiate so much, you can only uh, narrow down so much before you start to lose sight of the big picture and lose sight of what you're actually attempting to do in the first place, which is understand the philosophy, understand philosophy, understand the mind, understand whatever it is that you're trying to understand. This is kind of a general guidelines episode, I guess. But, you know, it's mainly about what are you trying to do? Are you in it to get into little arguments and squabbles and uh, 
I don't even know if you even word, use the word arguments, but like disagreements about little words here and there and things like this, right? Or are you in it to actually understand something deeper about you and philosophy and about this person, whatever it is? Right? That's the question. <clears throat> now, another example of this is like what you call, what some people call grammar Nazis. It's like people who get so stuck in like teaching telling people the right way to um write words that they themselves and are losing the big picture they're losing what's actually going on and they're to a point that this is this is where it all goes into nuance right because to a point a lot of this is useful in some ways even getting kind of nitty-gritty about words is useful and, and about different things is useful i do this a lot because it's helpful to kind of build precision like awareness <clears throat> but you will eventually reach this certain point where you know, by doing this by narrowing a, 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 to this extreme level of like now you're only seeing like 10 pixels or 20 pixel pixels or whatever it is um, you start to kind of lose sight of Uh, the world map, whatever it is that you're looking at, like philosophy or whatever it is. Like, like imagine that you're in a forest or whatever, and you can see 300 trees from where you are at right now. You can look around, you see only 300, and let's give a very precise number of 378 trees and some bushes or whatever it is, right? We can get into the details about the type, types of trees and things like this, of the spores. But let's say you do that, but, but then you decide to only, but then you get so stuck in doing this that you only start focusing on like one or two trees. And what happens at that point if a bear sneaks up behind you or whatever, right? Or a wolf or something. Right, you're not gonna know. You're you're not gonna know this is happening unless you hear it. But if you're really, 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 really focused on this, these one or two trees, you're not gonna see the uh, wolf coming or your whatever it is. Um, and in the same way, you can get so narrowly focused on certain things like this that you're not gonna see the traps that you're falling into by doing this. You're not gonna see the the semantic games that you're playing and things like this. Because you're stuck in this really, really narrow focus. Um, what you almost have to learn how to do is go really, really narrow, but also go very, very wide at the same time. It's kind of an art form, honestly. Um, but not super narrow to the point to where you start losing so sight of the wideness, of the deepness, or of the, uh, yeah, wideness. <clears throat> um... You know, like, you have to become aware of the wideness of the bigger picture. Like, what are you actually looking at? What are you actually trying to do? Things like this. Um...
so this is kind of like a nuanced thing. It is very much based on context and how narrow you want to go and how wide you don't you you want to go and things like this. But there's eventually you're going to reach this point if you go narrow enough to where you're going to start feeling like you're not moving. I think we have this in life as well where we sometimes will what will happen after I've done this as well. And this is, applies in this as well, is where you get so narrowly focused on <clears throat> on things. Your, your uh, uh, what's the word I'm going to use here? The things that you do in life become less and less and narrower and narrower to such a point to where you get kind of stuck in a rut, right? And so, like, you know, to give an example, let's say... You uh, do 40 things every day, or 40 to, let's say 30 to 40 things. Let's say because you start working, you start doing less and less of those things because you're tired, you don't want to do those things, which I don't blame you. I'm not going to say you're, you're not going to do those things, or you should do those things. Despite that, but you, you start to, basically what you start to only do is work, Go home, you eat, and watch television and pass out. You know, that's all you do. What's going to start happening is you're going to start to build a rut. You're going to start to build a very, very narrow focus. You're not really going to be able to see the wider picture of your life and where it's going, where it's heading. If that's all you're doing, if that's all you're focused on because you're too tired to kind of do anything else, things like this. Uh, you know, one thing I'm starting to become very, very aware of as well is, <clears throat> and this might be a separate episode, but what I'm starting to become very aware of is that sometimes, often, sometimes what I find you really need to learn how to do is to go beyond your thoughts, especially with things that are new or the things that are, that you think are scary or whatever it is, because your thoughts are based on the past. Your your mind is the only past. I've talked about this before. Um, and I want to go deep into that in the episode. Um, and that episode, when we're going into this idea of going beyond your thoughts and this way and things like this. And so, what ends up happening here as well is something similar where that becomes a habit, habit it becomes an established pattern within your mind, within your, within your body. And you stop looking beyond that. You, start, you stop seeing beyond this. And then, you know, you want to change, or maybe you start wanting to change or whatever, but you use thought to do it. You use the mind to do it. Like, maybe I should walk, maybe I should go to church, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that, whatever it is. But you're not going to be able to do it with your mind. I mean, maybe you can you can plan some stuff out, but what you're going to need is actually what you're going to need is your body to start moving. Uh, no amount of you thinking about how you're going to exercise is going to get you to exercise, necessarily. Unless you get up right there and then with, when you think, oh, I should exercise and this is what I want to do. Uh, if you do that and then go and exercise, that may work. But if you're, <clears throat> you're constantly planning your exercise, you're not going to do it. Or if you're constantly doubting that... Um, or intuition or whatever it is it says to exercise or to meditate or whatever it is you're not going to do it 
Um, so before we get too stuck in irrelevancy here, <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much it with, for this episode. There really is is a whole lot more that I can go into. I just wanted to give you that general point and that general understanding um, without going too deep into details and you know, things like this. Um, I might go deeper into examples in the future. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will talk to you on the next one. Sure.